Hey guys, and welcome back to Project Falcon. Let's catch up on everything that's going on, basically, and, you know, what the damn three levers are, because I know I left a shitty um, cliffhanger last time, and it wasn't my fault. It was kind of my fault. Um, recently, uh, I've been going through a lot of these, um, how does it call it, what do you call it, I... I've been in a couple sports cars and got me a couple, uh, what's it called? What I call them? Speeding permits, you know? Speeding tickets. Once you pay for them, it's basically a permit after that, huh? No, but all jokes aside, I, you know, just been getting in trouble a little bit more than usual and just been having to take care of that stuff, you know, because when you let all that stuff, uh, you know, in the back of your head, that shit adds up and that's how they get you. That's how they got me when I was younger, actually. Um, back when I was in high school, I didn't really care about all this stuff. I, I kind of still don't, but you know, I digress about that. Um, you know, that added up in high school, and I didn't know you could get arrested for that. So, yeah, that wasn't going to happen to me again. I made I lured up on everything and just made sure everything got lowered, you know, because... That's how they get you. Anyways, um, the three levers. What the hell are the three levers and why are these so important to your events? And, you know, how to actually use these things. Um, this is going to be really long segment of, ep of like different episodes because each one of them deserves their own episode each different lever. Uh, today we're just going to talk about like the overview of what the hell this is and the backstory on it and you know how to use it, how to think about it in like a, a strategic way so you can actually implement it and see your situation. Because at the end of the day, if I tell you do A, B, and C, it's not going to work for you, man. I don't care if you did A, B, and C perfectly. You got to mold it to your situation, you know? Some of you guys have way bigger events than me. Other people have smaller events than me. It's all on where you at and how you, you know, you structure it for yourself. So let's get into it. Um, I learned about these three levers kind of recently, back in 2021. Um, when we were, you know, shut down for COVID and we couldn't do anything. And I got the smart idea to just keep doing events because why not? Um, not, not the smart idea. Uh, my, let me make something clear. Everything was always safe. I made sure people had masks and stuff, but there's no reason ever that any government should take away the way you live from what you eat you know but now what i learned on the, back then was something very crucial on how to actually make more money from events because one thing for sure artists always want more money every year one thing for sure the damn um you know the stage costs more every year. Sound 
lights, everything goes up. And especially now that everyone's so scared about this damn recession that supposedly is going to happen. It, you know, obviously the dollar's going down and stuff, but that's just a whole nother, what's the name? That's a whole nother can of worms that you guys don't want to open with me. <laughs> but these levers are crucial in three things. And because I was looking at everything that I could because I knew I wasn't going to be able to, um, you know, lower these people's prices down because you kind of need them all. You know, you need the you need the artists. That's for sure. Right. You need artists or entertainment. That's number one. You, you kind of going at his market in a way at, you know, if that's just you're relying on the act. If you already have uh, a following and stuff, you can control that negotiation at that point. Like I talked about in previous episodes about the, um, the email list and stuff. That's how you take the power back. Anyways, um, so these three levers all came to me because I was trying to make things more profitable. Because at the end of the day, every business owner, that's all we want to do. How do we take more money home? Can I... Hire less people. That's the wrong move. You should always be hiring more people. Should I, what's the name, pay myself less? That's the wrong move. Always pay yourself. Should I, what, put more in marketing? That's fine, but are are my customers profitable? Let's look at that. And that's when... And this is basically like the, like the shitty um, yellow brick road my mind took to this conclusion of these three levers, which is lever number one is an email list. And an email list is basically your customer list. And, and if you're new to this, you probably haven't heard my rants about emails and all this stuff, but... Just to make it quick and simple, guys, you guys, I know for a fact, like, you know, this damn, um, our little platform or whatever, we don't have many options. There's Ticketmaster and all these other things that are like Ticketmaster and then the smaller, you know, the things like Ticketmaster would be, let's see, uh, Eventbrite's like all the way at the bottom. And then there's, like, more stuff at the bottom, even more. And SeatGeek and um, Vizzo Seats. Let's look at all these other ones. Uh, there's a couple of these things, all right? But the point is that all these companies do is focus on that email list, guys. The only reason Ticketmaster is so big right now is because they have a huge fucking list. Every time you guys use Eventbrite, guess what you guys are doing? You guys are giving them a new the goddamn customer. Because when you're not doing events, they're promoting someone else's event for them. Like, hey, Eventbrite here. Check out this other event that your fucking competitor might be doing. Or it's not even about the competition, guys. Like, you know, I, obviously... There is no such thing as competition. There's just you dominating your sector, guys. You know what I mean? Anyways, 
Um, so the email list, that's lever one. Lever two is lifetime value, LTV. What is lifetime value? And just to put it in simpler terms, um, imagine I'm an Apple seller and I only sell you, uh, let's see, 10 apples a month, right? That's, that's all you need. You need only 10 apples. That's all you get. All right. So every time, you know, 10 apples, $10. Let's just say, keep it simple, right? So at the end of the year, you're only worth to me as a customer, lifetime value of that year that we're doing years when we do these calculations. We notice, oh, you only bought $120 worth of apples this year. Boom. Now, there's a couple levers here in this, this one right here that you can do. And this is the beauty of it, right? One, you can make the price go up, right? For instance, the Apple price would go up. In our instance, the ticket price would go up, right? Okay. Think about it like that right now. All right, boom. Our customer didn't like it, right? He bitched. He bitched about it. Why the fuck the apples costing, I don't know, $11? What are you doing to the apples now, you know? Why? You know, there's always that why, why, why. And it doesn't matter, you know. As business owners, we always get this, get this type of pushback. It doesn't matter. It's, it's white noise at this point, right? You should have thick skin, especially if you're a promoter. Um, so... Okay, cool. But that didn't really make us much money, right? If you think about it, that didn't really make us much goddamn money. So what's the next step? The next step is looking at what can I offer these people to make them worth more as a customer? So that's when we start introducing different things for the apple whether it'll be um what the fuck I swear to god I saw something move uh, sorry guys I just got caught off guard on something anyways um, all right, so lever number two is the lifetime value. Now, what we're going to do is that we saw that our customer got mad about upping the price on the Apple. We're going to see what other things we can add to this product of an Apple. Um, what could we add? We could add caramel. And um, 
what's it called? Put nuts on it. Caramel nuts, right? Cool. Now, what, we, what can we sell that apple for? For even more, right? And the material costed even less. What do we do there? We, we put the same product and masked it differently and made it look better. What, what is our version of that? It's VIP seating. VIP experience. It's the same, you know, the same product. Just put a little damn caramel nuts on it and make it look nice and give it a, a what's the name, a wristband or something nice. It says VIP on it. Get them in the front. You know, stuff like that. Shit like that, man. Think about it. All right, cool. Some of you guys are already doing this, lover. Some of you guys don't even know how you're making more money. But now that I hope that I'm breaking these processes down a little bit, you guys understand like, oh, shit, I'm making money of this. Maybe if I look into this more and I offer some more products on the damn side, I can make even more, right? I can make my customer worth even more. Now, why do we do this? Because we want more profit from the business, right? And my whole goal was that I couldn't move the the needle up or down on entertainment. I couldn't really negotiate that much either on what's the name, uh, sound and setup and all that stuff, right? But what I could affect is my customer. And it's not making them spend more and forcing them to spend more. That's the wrong idea. That is the absolute wrong idea. The idea here is how do I add more value to my customer? How do I add a better experience for my customer? What can I do in my event to add a better experience to my customer? Making them pay more. Is it VIP parking? You know? Is it VIP passes? Skip the damn line. Um, what's, all these things, you know, all these things add up to making a customer worth even more, right? Cool. Cool. Some of you guys are doing this. Like I said, normal. This is a normal um, thing in the industry. Now, the third one is adding different layers to this. And this is what I've been working on lately. And I'm just going to talk about it briefly. Is adding, like I told you, different products now. Now we're going exterior on what can I offer them exteriorly that can put a better experience to these people and make them just have fun more, you know, up their experience. How can I do that with different products? Now think about that when I'm telling you that. Different products now. There isn't things related to the event space, but can enhance your experience at the event space. You know what I mean? Products. Um, lever number three. This lever is not the best lever. I didn't save it for last. My best lever is the LTV. That's the one that you guys want to focus on. My third lever, though is the glue that keeps this shit all together. And 
It's called a funnel, but what you guys would understand it as a website. And to just make it even, you know, simpler, it's just a single page with one absolute goal to make you some money. That's all it ha- it, that's all it's made for to make you some money to convert. Now, the reason why we want to have a page like this, a funnel, is so we can entice that experience of our events, the atmosphere of our event, get them excited for this event, not just see a page and a poster and judge off it. Life happens, man. Life happens quickly. You could be sitting one moment and your dog distracts you the next moment or you look outside and there's an airplane going and oh shoot i gotta go see that airplane like where i live it's you can clearly see the sky outside and i, I love it like the what's the name the windows and stuff i i honestly love it i i will never live in another place without these big of windows because Natural light's awesome. Like in the morning, I've never had that in my life. And game changer. Anyways, um, now funnel. This thing has a sole purpose to convert, and the best thing that we're doing with this thing is just putting a lot of more complicated systems into just one simple thing. One page that's so purpose is to get someone that didn't know about the event excited about the event to buy the event. Not buy the event, but buy the tickets to the event. Make action to it. Spend some money, you know? And then upsell them like you guys are doing already with VIP passes, VIP parking, parking, um, anything else you guys offering, you know? All these things, all put together my three nice levers, and you're going to be able to make a lot more money. Right now, you could make more money just by LTV. LTV, guys. Look at you, how much people are spending averagely. Are they buying one ticket a month? Are they just going to this one? Look at your stats, guys. If you don't have stats yet then your main goal should just be attracting customers. How do you attract customers? You got to go to the other episodes to look at that. This episode right here is just on how to actually grow this thing, how to scale your event so you can make more money from your event space this coming year for this year, without changing absolutely nothing in your prices or anything, it'll all look the same. It might even look cheaper, to be honest, if you do it right. And you're going to be profiting a lot more. Because all these things in the back end that you guys are have that I'm talking about should be extremely profitable for you guys. It should cost very cheap compared to what you're making. You should be making at least a 10 multiplier on anything that's 
you know, VIP, um, you know, like fucking parking. How much does parking cost? Absolutely nothing. It it does cost something like the security guards and not security guards, the parking attendees and stuff like that. You know, you got to pay their wages. But how much really are you guys paying them? I'm paying them 20. They take them home about 160. 160. All day, though, you know. I don't know, guys. You got to think about it. Look at your venue. Look at your venue tonight. Look at where you guys are at. How can you scale this bitch this month? God damn it. Fuck next year. This month. You know, these things are simple. These aren't, like, new things that I'm inventing. These are just things that I'm grabbing from different industries and I'm putting into this one. Because everyone's just, like, so damn separated. And, you know, I don't know. I'll see where this ends up. Um, The next episode, I'm going to be completely talking about lever number one, which is the email list. Day after that, it will be lever number two, LTV. And day three will be the funnel. Now, you know, I, I'm going to try to stay a little bit more detailed oriented in the next coming days. Uh, if I techno blabble, I'm sorry. Honestly, all this stuff is Googleable. You don't have to take my word for it. Google it. You'll see it, you know, and you'll probably understand it more from different perspectives because honestly like if you take different perspectives on things I'm teaching you right now then you're going to be in a better spot than just me explaining it so thank you guys for listening and I'll see you next time peace